Welcome to New Earth Leadership, the Conscious Business Podcast. We're Spence and Jenna of Soul Meet Strategy. Our mission is to help you activate deeper levels of conscious leadership while amplifying your business profitability and impact. The truth is, the world needs your gifts now more than ever. We're committed to helping you claim your role as a New Earth Leader so you can contribute to collective change. Let's go beyond the surface together so you can rise up with confidence, certainty, and conviction. So strap yourself in, Trailblazer, because this episode is about to get real. Hey, hey, Soul Fam. Welcome back to another episode of the New Earth Leadership Podcast with your favorite consciousness backcountry granola, as my parents would say. <laughs> P2Ps in a pod pair. I don't know where I'm going with this intro. It's been a... And you can insert some effects of yay in your mind. What's up? And we're really excited to be coming back with an episode that we are channeling through all about masculine and feminine upgrades and the deep initiation we are undergoing with our masculine and feminine energies in this vortex we call planet Earth. Yeah, babe, that was one of the cheesiest intros. Hey, well, we just finished up the New Earth Leadership Virtual Conference, and I had the pleasure of introducing um, like a dozen amazing speakers, and there were at least four or five of them that said they needed to take me on tour or do their intros full-time, so that might be my next gig if this New Earth uh, leadership and soulmate strategy stuff doesn't pan out, but it seems to be panning out, so probably not. But anyway, back to masculine feminine energies. Yeah, so we're going to drop in today, have a conversation, because we are seeing a lot of different initiations right now, but what we want to jam on with you today, so buckle yourself in, is around the masculine and feminine upgrades, initiations that we are seeing right now in the conscious entrepreneurial community, because there's a lot of things that I think each of us, you know, walking the spiritual path, feel like we've done the work. We may have even felt like we've healed an area within ourselves. And now that stuff is coming back up to the surface to be healed on a deeper level. And what we've been seeing it with our clients and within our community is regardless of gender, like when we talk about masculine, feminine, that's within each of us. And although we do all have a lead energy, it's still within all of us. And we've been noticing in our community And there's a lot of wounded masculine kind of behaviors that are coming up to the surface to be transmuted, as well as wounded feminine behaviors that are coming up for leaders as well to move through right now. Yeah, absolutely. And we all know we're going through a crazy time, this great awakening that we know we're here, where things are changing rapidly, people are in the streets, the economy as we know it is shifting and full transparency, the lies that we have been sold for the past millennia as a species are coming up to be healed. And we have to look at some very deep and dark shit, both within the collective, within our society and the structures and systems that have been created and with ourselves. And what we're seeing is there's many people who consider themselves leaders that are now falling into hyper-masculine or hyper-feminine tendencies and actually stepping out of their leadership and dimming their brilliance and their gifts as coaches, healers, online consultants, people with a message because there's feelings of overwhelm, there's feelings of not enoughness, there's feelings of I have to do more. So we're going to talk a little bit about how this is showing up in the hyper-masculine and in the hyper-feminine. So at a high level, honey, why don't you explain to our beautiful our beautiful listeners, how we view the hyper-masculine and the hyper-feminine, because they're quite polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again, this is within each and every one of us. So with the hyper-masculine, I think of this as the wounded masculine, the toxic masculine, but essentially what it is, is when you take the qualities of the masculine energy that are ideal in terms of, say, structure and groundedness, drive, drive, um, a lot of these things. It's like taking that and putting it on hyperspeed 
in a way that isn't actually moving the needle forward and it's actually keeping people in their story and in the circumstance and it's not actually helping things so you know a couple of examples of that being a it could be a woman or a man, but I'll just use the example of this. But as a woman, I see this a lot where women who are in their hyper-masculine are really pushing themselves, they're overexerting, they're overworking, and really it's being fueled by this like not-enoughness and struggling to turn off business mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, you know, struggling to let their partner take the lead if they are in a, you know, if they're the feminine and their partner is a masculine. So we see a lot of these kinds of things coming up within leaders. And what would you say you want to add around the masculine? Then? Yeah, I think this is an important thing to go a little bit deeper on because we see this a lot, just as you alluded to with our clients here, like we're really blessed to work with, you know, literally hundreds of, of beautiful female and male clients. But I want to talk a little bit more into the female client where many of them get so focused on goals. Let's make the 10K month. Let's hit 20K. Let's hit 30K. I want to get five new clients in the door this month, which that's a very masculine way of thinking. It's goals. It's structures. It's let's get things done, which absolutely they have their place. But when a feminine woman becomes a naturally, you know, a core essence of maybe 70% feminine, 30% masculine gets too focused on those goals she actually takes herself out of what we call the feminine flow state Mm -hmm. and this is where she's fully tapped into her divine source energy and channel we like to call it fully in the pocket and when she when she's in the pocket the the 10k months the 20k months the 5k the five or the five clients or whatever you know, she's not thinking about that because they're she's they're coming in energetically and flowing through by her divine feminine flow state. So it's very important if you are a feminine woman building a business to make sure that you aren't pushing and driving in your business too much. That's not to say you can't have goals and move forward, but if you're coming up against resistance where you can't seem to move past the $15,000 a month, and things feel hard and you, you feel like you're kind of, oh, I got to keep going. That's a real sign that you are in your hyper-masculine and it's time to take a step back and step into your embodied feminine. Yeah, and I just want to outline a little bit of a spectrum here between hyper-masculine, regular masculine, you know, healthy masculine, healthy feminine, and then more of like the wounded hyper-feminine. So men or we'll say i'm just using men as an example okay and when i say men and women i use it interchangeably between masculine and feminine so if you have a masculine man then it's really important in a healthy state that he is allowing himself to clean the container keep a clear container as we like to talk about which you know example means at the end of the day like meditating to clear his thoughts starting his day you know to be empty like the masculine loves to be emptied Uh, Whereas the feminine wants to be filled up. And as, you know, fellow woman, it's like my thoughts. It's like there's 200 thoughts going on at once. But when you get into the more wounded or hyper side of the feminine, that's where we're in that like chaotic energy, that creating of drama. I'm seeing a lot of that happening with both men and women in the wounded feminine right now where they're being keyboard warriors, Mm -hmm. spending way too much time stirring up drama instead of actually embodying the new earth. And on the masculine side of things, on the hyper or wounded masculine side of things, what's happening a lot, including within leaders, because hey, we're all human as fuck, but there's a lot of spirits as fuck too. There's yeah, there's a lot of wounded masculine behaviors happening right now, which is basically disconnect. So it's like taking the healthy idea of filling up in the feminine and emptying in the masculine and then putting that on like hyper speed so right now with masculine and trying to empty it's like more of trying to distract and disconnect with everything from like uh, porn to uh, social media scrolling but it's actually not constructive it's not moving things forward it's it's not emptying in a way that cleans and clears the container for source to come through it's actually basically a distraction the same way in the wounded feminine it's a distraction when people are just trying to cause more drama or be in the drama triangle of trying to save everybody instead of looking at the own our own embodiment, essentially. Mm-hmm. One of the things we see a lot with um, the feminine <clears throat> when it moves too far into 
the masculine is a desire to control mm-hmm. everything. And mm-hmm. this shows up in relationships where uh, if the if the man is not leading, um, and this is in no way meaning misogynistic, but it literally means giving the feminine the opportunity to open and not have to make so many decisions and all the time, which is a very masculine quality. So it, it shows up with the woman you know, nagging, it shows up with her controlling the finances, it shows up with like, oh, why, well, why are you going out to spend that money there? We don't have the money, that kind of thing. Whereas if she was in her feminine, she'd be much more flowing and free with that type of language. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm seeing a lot of this as well in business with women not being able to turn off at the end of the day, which is something I've had to grow through of wanting to work seven days a week for 16 hours a day. (laughs) And, you know, even when stopping at the end of the day was never truly stopping. It was like, oh, just one more thing. Or I'd have another idea or a download or something that would pop up another task. And it would actually ripple into the entire day. And and something that we learned from some of our mentors, um, Chris Britton and Ryan Yukomi, was the idea of taking off the lady balls Um, at the end of the day, which was a practice for both myself and for Spencer, because there was a reason why I was in my hyper-masculine, because he was also in his hyper-feminine with things. So we were both going in the opposite direction of our lead energy, and in our leadership, and in our business, and in our relationship, that really becomes a factor for us to take a look at. So it's just interesting to reflect at and take a look at these things. Like when you think of our relationship, hun, about being in the feminine, like, what does that look like for you? For me being in my feminine? Yeah. Um, so I associate the feminine with like flowing and like lots of, lots of ideas coming through very associated with nature. So for me, that, that looks like more of like the creative, like the sitting down, the reading, like the reading of books together, the, you know, talking about like deep spiritual things and stuff like that. Yeah, and what about when you've been in your hyper-feminine? Hmm. So in the hyper-feminine, it looks like creating creating chaos and drama. Um, it, and this like this literally goes regardless if you're, if you're a man or a woman when it comes to that creating that drama where you're looking, you're almost spoiling for a fight. Like you're looking for things to set you off. You know, perhaps the toothbrush wasn't put in the right place and all of a sudden that's caused some sort of fight even though literally five minutes before you were both having like a great conversation and we're on the same page. So it's like that really, that, that ability to, to turn really quickly can be something that shows up in the hyper feminine quite a bit. And just creating a lot of chaos and drama is another thing where you're trying to do too many things at once. None of them are going well. You're making things out to be a bigger deal than they need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What was the um, formula that you've been talking to your clients, your male clients about lately? Oh, so uh, this is switching back over to the hypermasculine, which is also, uh, it's relevant in some contexts to women as well, but I'm going to speak it specifically uh, to the masculine energy. So as we were talking about the masculine, when it's in, in the hypermasculine, there's a lot of disconnect. There's a lot of numbing and this this shows up when the the leader or the spiritual being who is experiencing this world and feels that they can't handle it anymore things might get overwhelming we saw it when people were sent home because of the pandemic where people lost their jobs or they're not making the money that they need to move forward you know i even i had a client that i was on the phone with today who was in total breakdown because he had disconnected from his mission and his vision, like his core purpose as a man through what I call the mask squared formula. So that's M-A-S-C squared. And these stand for what I believe to be the five major things that numb out a someone in in their hyper masculine so the first one is masturbation and this one is big because when a man is masturbating a lot it's it's truly numbing out and if he's in a relationship 
it, there's no way around it that he's going to fuck it up. Like a lot of the work that I do in the new earth masculine container is helping men move through this because there's no way your woman can compete with the internet and masturbation. When you actually look at the, the numbers and the metrics and they put sensors on people, men's brains, when they are looking at the porn that is essentially their ultimate fantasy. So let's say you're a guy and you know you have some programming around a you know a blonde babysitter with double D's or something like that wearing a leopard print dress. Well, if that's your ultimate fantasy and that's been programmed into you from whatever childhood traumas or experiences you have, that gives you huge amounts of dopamine hits when you masturbate and ejaculate to that image. And then you take your queen or your woman who isn't who isn't more than likely not that spitting image of of quote unquote your ideal or what your brain has been trained to think is your ideal. Well, your woman can't compete with that. She's never going to be able to get you you're never going to be able to get off or have that deep sexual chemistry because literally there won't be the same levels of dopamine released. So it's it's a lot of work for men to put aside the masturbation. And this is why it takes time. This is why when I work with men, it often takes multiple celibacy challenges. It also it takes lots and lots of intentional sexual energy work. Before you on to the next one, just for, for everyone listening, I'm just curious for your take on, like, is there healthy masturbation? Because I know we, we, we talk a lot in our relationship and also with some of our clients around, um, like, sublimating and, and actually, like, connecting with, like, life force energy sexually. So I'm just curious with yep. some of the work you're doing with clients, sure. is that kind of phase one of, like, the toxic and then moving into a healthier way of still having that as a part of their life? Yeah, well, while we're on this, I'm going to explain something that has come through for me recently as I've continued to deepen my understanding of masturbation, sex, the porn industry, and I've started to realize that the entire new world order has, has been pushing the agenda of porn and masturbation onto men extensively in the last hundred years, but massively, massively in the last 30. And since the rise of the internet, it's absolutely gone bananas. I truly believe that they know when a man and by extension, a woman are in their ultimate sexual essence. Like, and this does not mean you're walking around fucking like a wild man and going crazy and shit like that. This means that where you have literally been able to self master your sexual energy and harness that into into a, a life force energy because it is a life force energy you can get anything done you if you can create from that space you will be unstoppable this is why i you know i work on cultivating my sexual energy jenna works on cultivating hers it's literally a direct reflection when people say well how do you I'm a, you know i'm a client i'm magnetizing my clients come to my program i'm going to magnetize my clients we see that in the energy mm -hmm. in the industry all the time using the word magnetize that that's a direct correlation to saying I'm using sexual energy to attract my clients because people are attracted to a focused, potent sexual energy in the new world order. And those who'd seek to enslave us know that if every single human is dialed in with their sexual energy, then we're going to be fucking unstoppable. We cannot be enslaved. There will be no stopping the potential love that can be given to the entire world. So what do they do? They bring in the porn industries. They play on basic biology, which is man wants to mate with woman. It feels good, like literally caveman kind of shit. And then they pump it with these dopamine hits and these videos and the smorgasbord, and then they gamify. You can click here, look at these fucking 500 different types of fetishes you can go down. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, it's totally cool to masturbate. Oh, I do it four times a day, etc. And before you know it, you have a man or a woman, because there's plenty of there's plenty of females out there who who go down the masturbation numbing out route as well that are extremely disconnected and numbed out. I guarantee you, and I don't know the stat, stats, but you can look it up. I think it's something like ninety, like ninety nine percent of boys under age twenty in America like have regularly masturbated. So 
that's my take on that in terms of the control mechanism because they want us to dissipate our energy. And now speaking into sublimation, for those who don't know, sublimation means you're having sex or if you're masturbating, you are, you know, playing with yourself for lack of a better phrase. It's also known as edging, but that is where you bring yourself to, you know, one or two degrees from ejaculating and that and then when you work on cycling that energy from your genitals up into your your brain up your spine it helps you raise your kundalini which is a whole nother a whole nother rabbit hole to go down i like to think of it in more simple terms as essentially you're just taking lower primal energy and transmuting transmuting it up to the heart into love and then into consciousness in your brain connecting you deeper with source energy and if you can do that regularly, you'll be unstoppable. But they don't want people doing that. They don't want people doing that level of work. So there's a lot of different theories on how often you should ejaculate. It really, it really varies. But I like to go with um, the Taoist, which is, is generally considered like you should be retaining your seat as a man who's 30 for 10 to 20 plus days. Obviously, you can't control it as much when you're sleeping, but if you're, you know, having sex with your partner two times a week, and if you and you're 30 years old and you do that math, well, you should definitely three out of those four times be sublimating. Because as soon as you ejaculate, you have lost a whole bunch of life force energy. Why do you think you're tired and kind of, um, you know, ready to sleep and relax after? It's because it's literally a huge dissipate painting force of energy. And if you can keep that inside and keep that cycling, well, you will not be disconnected. You will not be numbed out. You'll be extremely focused. And, and the cool thing is when you do this, you actually can get a lot of clarity and sensation around how to balance your masculine and feminine, feminine energies innately with inside of you, with inside of you. Okay. So the first, um, the first part of mask is M, which is masturbation, which is this formula is really about the masculine, like being in the hyper-masculine and using these things the that we're talking about to numb out. So yep. it's not even that these things are good or bad themselves, but it's the the way people mm -hmm. are, we're seeing people using them in our community and, and just in general in the yep. world as a way to numb out, disconnect, but not in a healthy way to keep source energy flowing through. Absolutely. If you're going in to look at porn and to well, rub one out, in the washroom or something in two, three minutes, that quick reflex to get that little sensation that lasts literally five seconds or less, that that's not healthy. That's disconnecting. That's emptying. It's not done in a good way. But if you're setting an intentional sexual practice where you're going and you're edging yourself um, in the washroom or wherever, better yet, like on a fucking velvety bed or something <laughs> with some music going, some candles, some really sacred, sen sensual self-care and you're bringing yourself multiple times to that edge and then back down cycling that energy like that's extremely extremely invigorating um and i highly recommend that for both women and men who want to take their sexual and sensual practice a lot deeper and focus that in so we're going to move on to the a of mask which is alcohol and this has been interesting because I've had such a journey with it. I know you have as well, Jenna. And the long story short of alcohol is I truly believe, once again, it is a, it is a tool of the new world order. It is a tool of control. It started out as a way to you have a good time and ferment things and all of this. But it has been turned into an industry um, and a social norm of complete and utter disconnection and numbing out to the point where people feel weird when they go out and don't have alcohol. You know, it's a social lubricant, it makes you feel good, it's whatever. Like I literally have no problem with people enjoying some beverages. What people do on their own time, that's awesome, that's great. But as a cultural and societal thing, and this is cultural through many, many different cultures globally, where you go out, you get fucked up, you have inhibitions, you go wild. It's disconnecting you and numbing you out big time. Then you throw in pain and trauma on top of that, which all of us have and many of us have not dove into doing the deep, deep work to healing that. It's such an, such an easy thing to become addicted to and to cover up 
pain and trauma. I literally did it for fucking 10 plus years. Like I, they called me intense Spence in my early twenties because I was like, fuck, I'd go buy a 40 of Jack Daniels and 15, 7% beer. And that would be my, my evening. I remember people saying, you know, how many times have you been blackout drunk and people be counting on their hands? And like, I can't, I can't even begin to fathom how many times, like the amount of times I woke up in a gutter and all this shit, it's uh, it's crazy to think, to be honest, looking back in hindsight. And it all comes back to disconnecting and numbing out. And it's even easier to do now because there's so like there's so many scary things out there that people are interpreting as scary. The pandemic, the quote unquote virus, the, the all the people riding the streets, all the racist stuff. People are feeling overwhelmed, including leaders. And it's very easy to say, hey, well, I'll just have a couple beers and relax. It's all good. But it's a slippery slope from there down into numbing yourself and disconnecting yourself. And honestly, I'm a huge believer that if you're a committed new earth leader, you need to keep your channel clean and clear all as much as you can, absolutely as much as you can. And adding any level of alcohol outside of tinctures and, you know, you know, you know, a cold one in the sun with your friends and stuff on the beach is awesome. But if you're actually going out and numbing deeply, there's there's deeper things to be doing, deeper work to be done here. Yeah, like if you experience a trigger in your business and then you're coping by having wine at the end of the day or, you know, going out and having whatever kind of the alcohol it is, and that's a good indicator, right, that you're, you're not doing it for the right reasons. And I don't know if there really is a quote-unquote right reason to have alcohol, and I'm not anti-drinking. I mean, I occasionally, very occasionally, have a drink, but it's just something that we definitely see um, a lot, even within the conscious community, is, is people using different vices as a way to not have to feel their emotions and not have to step up in their initiation into the next level of their ascension. Yeah, well, I know this this might be a triggering topic for, for some, but let's talk about um, the alcohol usage of um, among new moms and moms because mm-hmm. this is something that we see all the time. You go to Walmart and you can buy shirts <laughs> that have like fucking like new mom life. Can I get another? Can I get another red wine, please, or something like that? Right. And again, this is the agenda of the new world order to think, oh, like you can't parent or to cope with these things you have to have wine at the end of the day instead of creating better systems in our society to support postpartum moms and have conversations and community around them Mm -hmm, right because it's very easy you see a lot of you know mom gets a mom gets overwhelmed and there's some chaos and it's like fuck I need to relax at the end of the day. Next thing you know, it's half a bottle of wine and then you're disconnected and you're numbed out and that woman has been moving from you know the feminine essence of being a mother into the hyper masculine of disconnected and numbing through her bottle of wine so it's not right it's not wrong it's just something to take notice of of course like i will have my opinions i don't think that's a great idea but someone might think otherwise but it's very important to be aware of how the a in masks the alcohol can put you into your masculine your hyper masculine and disconnect and numb you And ultimately, if you are doing that, you are playing directly into the agenda of the New World Order. Because I guarantee you, it's literally just like it was in Rome with bread bread and circuses, bread, circuses, and wine. They want to keep the entire populace numbed out. And one of the best ways to do that is through alcohol. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the next one we're going to talk about is the S. And this is for scrolling or social media. Now, Hun, why don't you speak into this one as well about how, you know, how how this relates to the disconnecting. And it's interesting, right? Because this is one of those ones where I feel like when you do it, you get put both into the hyper-masculine and you get put into the hyper-feminine. Not only are you disconnecting and numbing out, but you're creating tons of chaos and drama within your mind, heart, and soul. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is one of the biggest addictions that we currently have as a society, right? Because we get that dopamine hit when we get a like on our post or we see something that validates our thoughts. And with everything going on, especially since the Rona and with Black Lives Matter and just all of the things going on right now, social media is just a shitstorm right now. And I've noticed that people are spending more and more and more time. And I know for Spence and I, 
few months ago, we caught ourselves because we were spending way too much time. My eyes just went big thinking about it. Instead of creating. And yeah, this is one of the the telltale signs that you were trying to numb yourself out is if you're constantly scrolling. And like I said earlier in this episode, we are all human as fuck. And yeah, sometimes you might want to have a little intentional scroll time, but there's a big difference between doing that even a few times a day for five minutes versus actually spending hours of your day just scrolling. One of the interesting things was I was on a call today with one of my male clients and he was at, he was asking me like do you ever feel like you're just you're taking you're taking in too much too many opinions and I say honestly not really anymore because I've got hyper intentional about who who I let into my field and influence my my thought pattern and my psyche because we literally are the sum of the five people we hang out with but what that that little adage doesn't factor in is who are we hanging out with online? Because online, we literally take in hundreds of people. You scroll your feed, you're liking stuff from people you don't even know. You're liking memes. And all of the sudden, those five people have now just blown up into absolute information overwhelm. And that, want, and that just makes you want to disconnect and numb out. Keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Again, all the triggers for the dopamine hits, Soul Tribe, are built into here. Facebook, Instagram, they are all literally gamified. They're all using AI bot algorithms to tailor the experience to you to keep you clicking and clicking and moving and moving. And then you go hyperfeminine disconnected. And then you get chaotic as well with the hyperfeminine because of all of the different opinions coming at you at once. Tribe, Spence and Jenna here. We know you're navigating uncertain times and uncharted territory with your business, so we're here to extend a heartfelt invitation to you. If you're ready for personalized support to help you recession-proof your business, create cash flow certainty, and add between 100 and 500,000 in revenue this year, then pause this episode, hop over to Instagram, DM us now at Soul Meet Strategy, and let's chat. And now, back to the episode. Enjoy. Yeah, it reminds me of the formula that I love talking to our clients about, which is it, it far, mm. which I mean, that could be a whole podcast in itself. But in short, if you've never heard us talk about this before, it stands for influences, create your thoughts, which create your feelings, which create your actions, which create your results. And that might sound like manifesting 101, but that doesn't mean you've been embodying it. <laughs> and, you know, we just blew the mic out with that laugh. Sorry for your ears, listeners. Um, but, you know, if you're not where you want to be in your business, your relationship, your cash flow, etc., if you don't have the results that you want, it's not because it's likely not because of an action disconnect, maybe, because there is definitely a lot of people taking misaligned actions. But when you actually go further up to look at, okay, well, how, how are we determining where are those actions being taken from or not being taken from? It all goes back to the influences and that concept, and Spence just touched on it, that you're really the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've probably heard that quote before. But to take it a level further with that is it's not even necessarily the five people you hang out with the most. Because chances are, especially with everything going on in the world, that Netflix is probably one of your biggest mm-hmm. influences and your Facebook is probably Insta. one of your other biggest influences, right? So when you factor that in, let's say you have a partner who may or may not be supportive. You've got friends who may or may not be woke. So you have those things. Maybe you do have some conscious community and maybe they're mostly online with everything going on in the world. But then you go online and there's 101 other opinions and you're getting in consumption mode. Well, what kind of thoughts is that actually creating for you? And then what kind of feelings is that creating in your body? Because if you're going into the hyperfeminine, it's probably creating a lot of chaos and a lot of triggers and not actually processing those emotions, not actually embodying your divine essence. And if you're going into the masculine, it makes you just numb out and just keep scrolling and consuming and scrolling and consuming. And that really factors into the action that you take, which is either going to be probably misaligned burnout hustle kind of action that doesn't feel congruent or it might be no action at all or minimal action and either way that's not getting you to where you want to be so it's really important when we look at this of either getting too much in the chaos kind of energy and not the good kind or too much in this masculine numbing out kind of energy either way it's not producing the results that you want to create in any area of your life 
Yeah, absolutely. And I will suggest a pro tip because implementation is key, right? You have to take ownership if you are feeling any of these masks because you have to be aware of it and then you have to be ready to change it and willing to change it. And then you have to put simple sacred masculine systems in, in place that you can fall back on when your default patterning, which may be masturbating, alcohol, scrolling comes up. And one of the best way you can do this for social media is to install an app called Moment, M-O-M-E-N-T, if you are on Samsung, or maybe that's iPhone, I think that's iPhone. And then if you look up tracker on the Google Play Store, you'll be able to find some as well. And you can set yourself limits. And let me tell you, if you are opening your phone, and it'll tell you how many times you open your phone, if you're opening your phone 300 times a day, you have a, a social media addiction, you have a technology addiction, you are wasting a lot of your valuable time th that you could be either allocating to your business or better yet, being a little more streamlined with the hours you put into your conscious business and reallocating all of those times you clicked on and started scrolling into things that deepen your sexual, sensual energy and your connection to nature and this beautiful 3D experience that we get to play in. So this is why we're so passionate about helping our clients and our tribe move away from the social media addiction because, oh, we have we ever been there and we are constantly working on it as well. Another thing you're going to want to do with that app is check out how many, how many hours you're spending on Facebook or Instagram a day. One of the biggest things we see with our clients, especially clients that are making sub, you know, dollars $10,000 consistently per month comes down to the fact that you look at their daily uses on social media and it's four plus hours. And I'm a huge believer that with a proper social media plan that works for you, that feels aligned being effective, you do not need to spend more than two, 2.5 hours max, including your time messaging people and creating leads and connections if you were being effective with the platforms and streamlining it down. You're spending way too much time doing things that don't need to be done that aren't high leveraged and let's say you do four hours, let's say four hours, and I bet you for many of you, it's actually higher, but let's say you do four hours. Would you not rather have an effective 2.5 hours on social media streamline? And when I say 2.5 hours, I mean your messages, I mean your posts, I mean your engaging, I mean your groups, I mean putting up your photos, your stories, all of that stuff. And then take that other 1.5 hours and go out in nature and go for a walk with your dog. Or how about channel some of that sexual energy and spend that 1.5 hours in your bedroom with your partner or that 1.5 hours cooking, um, making radishes like Jenna was pickling for us yesterday out of our garden. Like, let me tell you, what is going to build your energy more? Being sucked into this literal radiation device vortex for the four hours or going 2.5 and then grounding out that radiation with your feet in the earth outside working with the sacred four elements. For me, it's a no brainer for the clients who work with us and get these systems in place. It's absolutely a no brainer. So if you're one of those people who needs some help in this area, come talk to us, send us a direct message on any of our social platforms, reach out at hello at soulmatestrategy.com. We'll get you set up. We got you hundred percent. We've been there and literally helped not thousands, but hundreds of entrepreneurs get out of that deep, social media addiction and reached thousands upon thousands with some of our social media strategy trainings. So hon, why don't we move on to the C squared and the C squared stands for two that you and me, but you know, personally as well. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your journey with cannabis and that forcing you into the hyper masculine. I know you just put up a post today. Um, this is what July, July, July 6th. 6th. So if you want to scroll back, if you're listening to this, go check out Jenna on Facebook and she has some great posts she's channeling through, but this one was really interesting. So why don't you just talk a little bit about that for the listeners? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely the journey with cannabis has been that it's been a journey, um, you know, pre pre awakening, um, you know, for thinking like five plus years ago, I was extremely in my disconnect from my emotions and divine self using cannabis where I was literally just getting so high I, I couldn't even probably say my name at that point 
And the really interesting thing for me, though, has been the journey since waking up and evolving my consciousness because I've gone through spurts where I haven't used it at all for like 12 months, um, not completely by choice, but because of our travels. <laughs> and and then there's been times where I was telling myself it was making me more creative. And this is something I hear a lot yeah. from entrepreneurs who are using weed is it makes me more creative. More and feminine more feminine and more flow and maybe um, I would I would definitely challenge a lot of you is that true or is that a bullshit story that you're telling yourself because I know for me I was hooting my vape pen and then getting on client calls and I'm definitely not as present or potent and this was like you know four, four years, years ago. ago but I was getting on you know and creating trainings and doing all this stuff and I was super stoned and it actually wasn't that good and I think back I'm like oh my god like we were you know spinning our tires all the time with how do I book sales calls and how do we actually get to 10k a month and do all these things and well a lot of it was because we were dimming down our brilliance because we were stoned all the time and then there was like a huge detox period followed by in the more recent years it's been a bit it's been a bit of a mix because I definitely treat it more as a plant medicine in a lot of ways now it helps me with car sickness um, and also it's nice to be intentional and to work with it sometimes and the different blends and types that there are but that also being said it's really easy to slip into those patterns and catch myself having a hoot at the end of the day same way you would with a glass of wine and being like oh did I really need that to help me unwind you know did I really need to do that am I being intentional with it am I going out and you know having having a little bit in nature or socially because I want to or am I just doing it so I don't actually have to feel my emotions and work through my ascension symptoms and evolution that I'm going through. So I really don't think there's a, a right or wrong when it comes to cannabis, but I do think it's about the intention and the energy behind it. And right now there is a lot of conscious entrepreneurs who are telling themselves that it's helping them become more creative, but actually it's really dulling their light right now and keeping them in a kind of docile state that's not keeping them as, as potent as they can be. Mm -hmm. That's a really good thing. I think we should go a little deeper on ascension symptoms now that you mentioned that because I know you've been working with a couple of your private clients around this who didn't even really know what ascension symptoms are. So why don't you explain what these are to the listeners? I know there's many of them out there who may know what this is, mm -hmm. but there's also lots of you who are stepping into this new spiritual awakening vortex and are experiencing some of these ascension symptoms. Yeah, so there's quite a few different ascension symptoms. I actually have a little chart on my phone that I'm pulling up that I shared with one of my clients literally today. But one of the big ones is a lot of physical symptoms of feeling exhausted, headaches, all of that kind of stuff. I just pulled up the image here because I just want to read a few of them off. But blurred vision, ringing in ears. Throat, I, got, I, I get that one a lot. Yeah, we both get that one a lot. Um, throat irritation, like that feeling you need to oh, yeah. clear your throat. Remember, Remember that? I, I was going through this huge ascension like symptom December. in December where I was like, holy shit, do I actually have COVID? This is yeah. before we actually realized yeah. it's a fucking you, hoax you and a government psyop. But Some of our live videos and things from December, you'll notice like Spencer can't get through a training without having to swallow yeah, 200 times. Yeah, I'm swallowing times. all this time and it fucking hurt. And then after two months, it just went away. Yeah, heart palpitations. Um, I mean, if you have funky heart stuff going on, best to get that checked out, but that can yeah. definitely be an ascension symptom. Anxiety, um, trouble sleeping, needing more sleep. That's definitely one we've experienced a lot when we're going through an upgrade. And obviously ascension, ascension symptoms, because they are physical, it doesn't mean anytime you have a physical thing that it's automatically an ascension symptom. It's just something to tune into yourself. Yeah. Right. And if you have a lot of these getting checked off all at once and like yesterday was a full moon as an example and an eclipse and you go through that and then you've had like a, a big kind of soul journey that day that you've been going on and initiation, like things you're facing off with and all of a sudden you get hit with these, chances are it may not be a flu. It very well could be an ascension symptom um, upgrade that you're experiencing. So um, fatigue, really vivid dreams. That's a big one um, that I notice for a lot of clients. Sweating more, uh, random intolerances for certain foods. I've been seeing that one for a lot lately for clients. Um, nausea, dizziness, feeling floaty. Feeling floaty is a big one where it's almost like you're not in your body. That's a big one for people. Uh, dizziness, uh, aches and pains, 
Yawning, that's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Lots of yawning. Anytime I go in for a Reiki session or anything where I know I'm getting an upgrade, I can't stop yawning. Mm-hmm. Now I have to yawn right now. Um, excessive thirst, pain in hands, wrists, knees, feet, or ankles. So like a lot of those um, points on the body where a lot of energy gathers. Mm-hmm. I know Spencer gets a lot with his wrists, especially when you're going through upgrades and things mm-hmm. come up for you and it's where you notice it. So Anyways, just where we're going with that is just the fact that ascension symptoms are definitely real. And the big thing is to just tune into your body. So before you start panicking that you have COVID or that you're having a heart attack or... You don't have COVID because you know, it's fucking made up in any way. <laughs> but then we'll save that one for another episode or go back to one of our previous ones where we talk about the pandemic. But, you know... When you when you get these physical symptoms, come back to if you've ever read Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, like what is that trying to tell you with your body? I'm a huge believer that any kind of dis-ease in the body is your body's way of trying to tell you something. Um, so you can get a lot of cues and signs just from literally checking in with yourself about like what kind of ascension are you being initiated into right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the final part of the C squared is caffeine. Mm -hmm. So this one is definitely in the hyper masculine because of its stimulating, uplifting nature. It has that, that drive element to it. You know, coffee has a very masculine uh, energy, whereas beer is more relaxing and smooth. So it'd have a more feminine quality. But when you take caffeine to the extreme, you can end up numbing yourself out through literally the physical jitters and stuff like that, but also creating a dependency on, mm-hmm. uh, on, a, on a chemical level like a drug, because it is. Yeah, that's definitely, I think, for both of us, the, the main vice lately that we're both working through. I would say me especially from the last six months. I'm through it as a yawn. <laughs> yeah, Spencer's yawning. He needs the caffeine. But no, we, we're on a detox right now from caffeine because from – Basically, when we drove across the country, Spencer's holding up his beet leaf juice. <laughs> I'm on detox. Beet leaf juice from the garden. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a lot. It's really, sometimes these things sneak into your sphere without even really intentionally doing that. I'm not even a coffee drinker or a tea drinker, uh, but it's just been really easy to start. We found these really delicious energy drinks that are organic and like don't have any weird stuff in them. But either way, Shout out to Guru. they're full of caffeine. And it's been just little bit by little bit by little bit started on a road trip. And then we had a huge retreat we were hosting and then our wedding. And ever since then, it's just been kind of go time as well as us healing from adrenal fatigue from last year. Which so don't, you don't heal through adrenal okay. fatigue with caffeine. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been easy to, to put that in. But when I really strip it all back, it was subconscious, but it was a bit of a way to not have to fully feel not be in our emotions, like delay our evolution in which we are going through. So it's been really great to detox from it um, and just become a little bit clearer and more connected as a result. So connecting in, like whether you're a man or a woman, when it comes to these these four areas, and there's other ones too, but these are four of the main ones that we see in our community and with our clients to just check yourself and ask yourself, like, are you using any of these things as a vice and a way to disconnect and put yourself in a masculine state of not being in your emotions and not embodying your mission at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So to bring it all on, all on home, there's the hyper feminine and the hyper masculine. We are seeing lots of conscious souls or people who are on their awakening journey getting tripped up by all of the things that are literally seemingly thrown at us day after day after day. And we truly believe, Jen and I, that they're just getting started. Like we haven't even entered the true storm. And this storm is literally the the evolution of anchoring in the 5D, this, this new realm that's already here. But we are going through our own ascension symptoms as individuals and a collective to anchor that in. And for that to happen, there's a lot of shadow work. There's a lot of shit to come up. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be scary. It's going to be intense. You know, it's going to result in things like food supply shortages, people getting squirrely. There's a lot of crazy things coming. So stay tuned to this podcast because we got your back the whole way. And notice as these things come your way, if you are reacting 
versus responding. If you're responding open and firm and grounded and rooted in your solid core essence of aligning your masculine and feminine energies in a really potent way, which Jenna and I go very deep with our clients, or are you skewing to the hyper feminine or the hyper masculine, hyper masculine, disconnecting, numbing out, masturbation, alcohol, scrolling, caffeine, cannabis, all of this stuff, or getting pulled in the hyper feminine where you're creating chaos and drama in your relationship and everything just seems so swirling and out of control that you just want to totally break down in tears and just be a complete hot mess who can't pick herself up or himself up as a leader, dust it off and reground. So this episode is just Sean, Sean some awareness onto that for you because all of these things, these vices, these hyper feminine, hyper masculine are going to continue to potentially creep up into you or into your tribe or your family. And being aware of this is going to allow you to flip the tables and ground yourself into beautiful alignment, synergy, balance between masculine and feminine. So if you liked this episode, make sure you tag us with a screenshot on Instagram. We'd love to hear your biggest takeaways. And I'd love to have you take it even a step further. And if there's something you can identify within yourself, whether it's one of the ones we talked about today, or it might even be as simple as using your business as a way to disconnect from your emotions and use it as a distraction. There's so many different things. Um, that we see within our community, but whatever the thing is for you that's most prevalent right now, we'd love to hear. So whether you tag it and put it on your stories or DM us and share with us, we'd so love to hear. And thanks so much for tuning in with us for this episode. We'll see you in the next one. See ya. Thanks for joining us for this episode of New Earth Leadership, the Conscious Business Podcast. If you found this episode valuable, we'd love for you to follow these quick action steps. Number one, subscribe and rate the podcast. Two, screenshot this episode and tag us on your Instagram stories at New Earth Leadership. Be sure to check out the show notes below for our free gifts from us to you. See you on the next episode and keep shining your light.